Welcome to the Manager Map Podcast Show. The show is designed to give you solutions to your day-to-day management and leadership problems. It's hosted by Matthew Haddock, a frontline manager and leader with over 25 years of experience. If you're ready, then let's get on with the show. Welcome to the Manager Map Podcast Show. This week, we're going to talk about interview techniques. Today, I'll examine how to plan ahead to get ahead in an interview process, how to make sure you get the role you want, and put yourself in the best position to get that offer. So let's get on with the show. I feel behind presenting to an audience, or maybe doing a podcast, interviews are one of the hardest and nerve-wracking things people will need to go through in their professional lives. People come to an interview underprepared, undermotivated, and completely mess it up. Naturally, this is not something you want to do if you want to grow, in a business sense. And also, you also want to make sure you're making the best effort to sell yourself. I also feel that people don't go for roles due to the fact that they fear the interview. So, interviewing is a key skill if you want to progress in your work career. Not only externally, when you're wanting to move companies, but also internally when you're looking for promotions. But, like all skills, good interviewing can be learnt, practised and delivered to give you the best chance of getting the role you want. Remember, you are selling you as a person, the skills you have and the motivation for that role that you want. With some basic steps, you can show the interviewer your best attributes and how you can help them hit their targets. So all that's are worth remembering is a two-way journey in interview. The person interviewing you will also fear the process. Most people interviewing don't have a lot of experience of doing it, unless they're a professional HR person. So when they're sat there, they'll have a list of things they want to get over. But it's key that you are in the driving seat when you go into the interview, and you make sure that you sell yourself as best you can. So let's look at some steps that can be taken to make sure you're best ready for an interview and how it works. Now remember, like anything in this life, you need to put effort in to get effort out. So if you think you're just going to breeze through it and wing it, that's fine. There may be an entry level um, interviews, but when you're going up the chain and into management, which is why you're listening to this cast, you're going to have to be a little bit more professional about your approach. So step one, be prepared. Take the time to get ready. It's back to school. Imagine the exam times. Now, I know some of you, maybe you didn't take as much knowledge of exams and maybe you did wing it a lot. But when it comes to interviewing, the best thing is to know your subject. And knowing your subject is really knowing you. You should also spend a bit of time knowing the company. Okay, you won't know everything about it inside and out. But just remember how much information you can get off of Google or any other of those profiles, such as LinkedIn, that makes you know a little bit more about the business when you come there. Now, the interviewer isn't going to want to know ins and outs, every single profit and loss kind of, of knowledge of it, but they want to make sure that you've done a little bit of background. Now, I remember my first role um, when I went for a job with a company called Interface. Now, I'd done no research. I was 16 years old. And then when I got asked, what do you think you do at, um, at Interface? I actually said, I thought you were a, a supplier of computer parts. They actually made carpets. Now, I got the job, but I don't know how. So I went there into a really, really uh, intense interview and completely messed up the first question. 
I also once went for a job for a company that made uh, home-branded uh, chemicals for shampoos and cleaners. And when they said to me, what do you do here? I actually answered, oh, you make that cheap perfume and shampoos, don't you? Oh, dear, what a mess up. So, remember, know a little bit around the company before you get to the interview. Now, the second point is know your CV inside and out. This is the thing that's got you through the door in the first place. So there's something on there that they'll like. Take that as a positive. You've got through the screening and you're actually going for an interview. But make sure the claims you've made are going to be testable in the interview. The interviewer has that list of CVs. So they're going to ask the questions around then. If you said in your CV, I reduced the cost by 100k or I did this, then be ready to be specific about exactly what you did and make sure you didn't waffle it through and make it that you don't know. It's the last thing an interviewer is going to want to see someone fumbling around their own CV, doesn't know your dates, doesn't know what you've said. You just make yourself look foolish. Now another point, rehearse the questions you think you're going to be asked. Now I know you're not going to know exactly what the interviewer is going to ask you, but you're going to know basically what some of the themes are going to be. So what you want to start doing now is starting talking to yourself. Yeah, that's right. You're not mad. Just start talking to yourself. Start asking those questions. Rehearse them in your head. There's loads of set interview questions that you can prepare for out there on the internet. There's lots that you can look into and think, well, if I got asked that, what would I say? And on reverse, if you've ever interviewed people before, you know what you can ask them. So let's move on to those questions. What are the big three you know you're going to get asked for? Now, there'll always be the one, tell us about yourself. Now, that's going to be a given. You're going to talk around yourself, probably talk around your CV, what you're doing. But one of the three questions you will definitely going to be asked around, what do you think your strengths are? On the reverse, what do you think your weaknesses are? Then also, probably a motivation question. What motivates you? So what you can start doing when you're rehearsing your questions in your head is to start prepping those questions as well. So what would, they, what would I say if somebody asked me my strengths? You know, what would I say if they asked me about my weaknesses? Uh, and then wherever you are, if you're in the car, you're driving somewhere, turn the stereo off and start practicing, rehearsing it in your head. If I was asked this, what would I answer? And on the first point around yourself, have the answers. What does the yourself sound like? What does the CV read like so that you can do it? Without any notes, you can do it in your head. Now, one of the things I found really useful is when they ask you that strength question, is it should be a question that you're really going to be able to nail. It's about you. So what is your biggest strength? I, I've interviewed some people where I've asked them that, and they actually turned around and went, oh, that's a hard question. What the? Hard question. What we're talking about is your strengths. That should be the easiest question. You're there to sell yourself. So you should be able to know your strengths, talk about your strengths, and sell your strengths. Now, on the weaknesses, they can be a little bit more difficult. You think your weaknesses, you want to be making sure that you're saying something around yourself that may be a weakness, but also what you've done about motivating that weakness to become a strength. What have you done to change the weakness around? So, you know, if you're going to be putting some sort of weakness, don't make it that's so massively, you know, completely, uh, you know, what is your biggest weakness? Well, I hate working with people. I really don't get on with anyone. That's not going to sell you. You want to be sort of saying that you you know, work best uh, in an environment that has a really good team dynamics, but sometimes I need some quiet space so I can really concentrate. And I know that some people find that hard. So what I do is I normally tell people, look, when the door's shut, I really want to concentrate. But when that door's open, come in and have a talk to me. That's fine. So that's a good idea to start to practice those three questions and more. There's plenty out on the internet, plenty on the YouTube, if you're going to learn about questions you can be asked. Now, what problems can you fix for them? 
that sounds a strange one, but whatever you're going to be doing when you're interviewing, you're going to try to find a problem for them to fix. They wouldn't be interviewing you if everything was working well. They know that they've got a weakness, that they need your strength in there. They know that whatever you were going to come in with, you're going to help them sort that out. So when you're going in your interview, make sure that's in the front of your, your mind, that you're there to sort their problems out. So how can you sell yourself to sort their problems out as you go through? So what about fit? You know, one of the things that people talk around is the fit to the organisations. So what skill do you know and have that will make it fit to the organisation? And that can be also the personal fit. Remember in an interview, within them first few minutes, you're going to be selling yourself and that person's going to make a judgment. And he's got to say, will that person fit into my organisation? Is there going to be a problem with this person? You know, what I've ever seen of this guy or this girl, do they fit to what my team is and what I want in that team? So when you go into your interview, you're going to have to be selling yourself to be able to fit into that. And that's about knowing yourself and knowing where your organisation is. And to be honest, sometimes you might not go for a role because you know it isn't going to fit. If you're very much a free person who likes to be expressive, who likes to be creative, you won't want to work in a hierarchy that's very much about processes. You want to be somewhere else. And on the reverse, if you like processes and following procedures, you won't want to be somewhere that's going to be flitting and flatting around because that's not going to suit you. And you're also going to think back to that point of motivation. So what motivates you? How much enthusiasm have you got for that role? Because if you turn up and you're very much... I really would like this role as I feel I fit the company. You're not going to sell yourself. You've got to have a bit of energy. You've got to bring a little bit of life to your voice. So, again, that's that practice point. Sitting in front of a mirror, they say. A bit difficult sometimes to see yourself. Video cameras, you know, or phones now. Showing my age, video cameras. But if you want to, you know, take your phone and set it up and, and interview yourself almost. Again, that's another way to show how you motivate. How do you come over? How expressive are you? As I'm speaking into this mic now, my hands are moving. I'm very much motivated by the hand gestures. You might be that way. And you might be able to use that to show how much enthusiasm you've got for that. Now let's look at some of the basic stuff with an interview. So about times, you know, the interview times. Well, to me, it starts in the car park. So as soon as you get into that car park, it's going to be starting. You need to make sure that you look smart and professional when you get out there. I know it might sound old-fashioned to have a suit and a tie, but at least have a shirt and a tie on. Smart pair of pants, good uh, shoes when you walk through, because whatever people say, they still want you to look the part when you're going for it. It's really important that you dress smart and professional in the interview to make sure that you're selling yourself again back to that point. When you get there, there might be a much more relaxed atmosphere. I haven't worn a tie at work for probably 10 years. Most places it's shirt, pants, shoes, uh, but you don't have the ties on anymore unless it's a special occasion. Now, some businesses might have ties, but you can feel that from the culture when you get in there. But for you, as a person getting interviewed, turn up on that uh, day dressed, ready to impress. And make sure you are early. Uh, 10 minutes is a good time, as I mentioned, but don't go too, uh, too early. If you turn up half an hour, that's going to irritate someone. So just make sure that you're early enough to be there to get into the, the place on time. If you need to do a recce on your phone or the map or even do a test run, see how long it's going to take you to get there. Last thing you want, 
is to be late. And then you get there, be polite to the receptionist. You know, talk to them. There's a lot of information the receptionists have uh, that you could find out. You know, how's it going? Are you busy? What's happening in the place? How long have you worked here? Ask them questions before you get in there. They'll give you a heads up when you start talking to the interviewer because you've had started to take that kind of rapport with them. And it's funny how much the receptionist would then say to the interviewer, oh, that was a nice fellow or woman who's come in. She always asked, he asked about me or she asked about me. So it's worth having a look at that when you uh, when you get into the places. Talk to the receptionist, chat with them as you sat there normally waiting in the reception. And when you're walking around, remember, look at your body language. You know, get that sort of impression of confidence and you're selling yourself. So your best way is to walk upright, look professional and look the part. So again, it's all about that body language. So when you get to the interview itself, probably someone's going to come down and get you. You're going to walk through. At this point, you've had a good look around the reception area, you've picked up anything that you've seen, you've talked to the receptionist, and that first hello and greeting, good firm handshake, uh, remember the days when we used to shake hands, You know, after COVID has gone, you'll be shaking hands again, you're engaging that person, ready for that chat. So you're talking on the way up to the, um, up to the meeting room, how's things going, what's happening, talking to the person, even if it's an assistant, talk to that person as if you, you knew them, try to engage with them, and then... When you get into the interview room, it may be spaced out formally. It's worth saying, you know, where do you want me to sit, shaking the person's hand, and then you're off. Remember, you're off straight away. As soon as they see you, you're off. They might have even seen you walking from the car park, so remember that point. And it's straight into it. Let's be engaging, get the chat going. There's going to be some pre-questions. So there's going to be a gap between where you're just going to be making a chit-chat. How's things? How was travel? How's things going? Engage. You've been interviewed at that point, so start to talk to that person. Start telling them how things are going, what's happening. Gosh, aren't you busy? I've heard from the receptionist, this, that, and other. Engage. Show them your interest. And then, of course, that one big thing is be yourself. Of course, you're going to be practicing it. That's what I'm saying. Know your stuff, but also be yourself. Don't be a robot. Don't be reading off of a script, but be yourself when you're in there. And then you're away. You're into the questions. You're answering them take your time if you're just not too sure what the question is then ask that person could you repeat that question again i didn't quite get that or you know be be confident but also be you know open to being a human if you didn't quite get it or if you're going down the wrong road just say oh sorry a minute let me just re get get you back to the question you asked the last time thing people want to see is someone who's you know going around the houses without actually answering the question so make sure you're answering the question they've actually asked even though you've got your preset questions you can't just go oh hang on a minute that's not a preset question can you just ask me this question you're gonna have to field whatever you get and some of them may be a bit left field so again you're gonna have to be able to act and really get on that front foot start to answer whatever questions that person's gonna put in front of you you've got an idea what they're gonna say but when he gets in there you don't know what's gonna be thrown at you so just be prepared uh, somebody asked me about notes. Can you take notes into it? I haven't, but I have seen candidates who have brought notes in, you know, CV in front of them to remind them, some scribbles, a uh, little bit of paper, maybe a mind map of what you see as maybe the, the strengths of yourself, a vision of what you want to do. That's quite creative to show someone who's interviewing you that you've taken the time to look at the role properly and gone through it. So it's worth having that. So I don't think there's a problem with bringing it in. It's not a test of your memory. It's trying to show you in the best light. So if you want to take notes in, you have notes when you're in normal business sense, you take notes when you're in a meeting, you use PowerPoint. So why not have some notes in there? I'm not saying you get a flip chart out on day one you, you have a first interview. You might be asked to do that for a second interview. But on the first interview, definitely just be yourself. Bring some notes if you need them and then go through the process. So 
that's your first interview done. So let's just have a quick recap of what you want to be doing. So first thing, you really need to be prepared. So take that time, prepare yourself. Know your CV, inside and out, you should know it. Rehearse the questions you know are going to be asked. Think around strengths, weaknesses, motivation and fit. Be on time, be ready for your interview, be professional, be yourself. And those are the big things you need to do for interviewing, especially in stage one. Well, thanks for listening. Now it's over to you. You have the background of why it works. You have the context of how it will deliver results. You have a step-by-step guide. So what are you waiting for? Do it. Nothing comes from nothing. Okay, that's it for Manager Matt this week. Thanks for listening and goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to this Manager Matt podcast. We hope you found it interesting, helpful and actionable. One last thing, please leave a quick review on iTunes or with your podcast provider as it helps to spread the word of Manager Matt. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the podcast. And if you did like anything in particular, send an email to managermattpodcast at gmail.com or visit managermatt.co.uk for more content. Feedback is a gift, so let's keep giving. See you next week.